If you have your own story of being in a cult or a high control group, or if you've had experience with manipulation or abuse of power that you'd like to share, leave us a message on our hotline number at 347-86-TRUST. That's 347-868-7878. Or shoot us an email at trustmepod at gmail.com. Trust me. Dude, you trust me. Trust me. I'm like a smart person. I've never lied to you. I never have lied to you. If you think that one person has all the answers, don't. Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast about cults, extreme belief, and manipulation from two jacked gals who've actually experienced it. I am so jacked. I am Lola Blanc. And I'm Megan Elizabeth. You know, I didn't know how many phrases the word Jack or the name Jack was in until I started dating Jack. It is everywhere. And he's Jack. And he and Jack is jacked. What are other ways people use Jack? Oh, Jack. Oh, my God. Jack off. off. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That came to me as I was saying it. There are many others. I have a list somewhere. Oh, good. Not important. No. Today, our guest is <laughs> Sam Civarella, former employee and enthusiast of CrossFit. She's going to tell us about working at a CrossFit gym and becoming obsessed with it, constructing her entire identity around it, and feeling constant pressure to push herself to the limit. We'll talk about the shady original owner, whether it's CrossFit that's the problem or competitive athletic endeavors in general, and why pushing yourself that hard can be physically dangerous. Indeed. Well, before I ask you your question, I was curious about how much CrossFit is actually regarded as cult-like. Because, you know, you kind of hear that, but I'm like, but why? And who thinks that? And... Um, There are a shit ton of articles about it, mostly about how, you know, there's this like value of like hyper masculinity or something. And then also the like, um, what's the word? The zeal that people have for it. But then also in regards to the like physical injury stuff, um, I'll just shout this out because I thought this is interesting. In December 2013, Outside Magazine published an article called Is CrossFit Killing Us? It cited the findings of an Ohio State University study and maintained that the competitive nature of the workouts could result in a slew of injuries from slip discs to torn rotator cuffs and even more serious conditions such as rhabdomyolysis, hopefully I'm saying that right, a potentially fatal condition in which muscle tissue breaks down and is released into the bloodstream. Apparently one guy did get rhabdo, as it's called, and sued them for it. But then they also So I don't know if this is still a thing, but there were a lot of gyms that would have this like rhabdo clown on the walls as like an unofficial mascot. And it's this image of a clown who's like dying. (laughs) There's a pool of blood at his feet. He's like this jacked clown who's like there's blood everywhere. Um, And you can see pictures of people like posing with this image of this like potentially fatal thing that happens to people when they work out too hard and then there's another clown that was an unofficial sort of mascot that's like called pukey the clown oh yes it's pukey the clown and uncle rabdo which is so fucking gnarly and weird obviously everyone's gonna have totally different experiences and i think there are a lot of people that just love crossfit and it's good for them and works for them but there is this sort of there's sort of history the sort of background of that i also found a quote from greg glassman the guy who started it he said he was talking about how crossfit is better than all other exercises because it forces you to engage all parts of your body his quote is Nature will punish the specialist. I want to be a jack of all trades and master of none. Specialization is for insects. Um, oh, wow. And it, whatever. He goes on. But anyway, so it's this like really like extreme t- like position on 
how much you need to push yourself and do the best and do the most. Um, so anyway, yeah, I also read again. So we aren't going to we didn't get into this in the interview because we kind of learned about all of this stuff after. So we're just prefacing this. So y'all have a little bit more context. But um I also read that after the Ohio State University study and there was an the magazine that published an article about it, that writer then got harassed by a bunch of CrossFit people and they Oh boy. CrossFit sicked their PR team on the writer and there were you know and again, a lot of these people are totally like they're just like, guys, what this isn't how it is. This is like an exaggeration. Yeah, we're normal. We're just working out and like stop raining on our parade. Yeah, and like, oh well, no gyms have someone overseeing how much you're doing. But Lola, it's like the same thing we see all the time some people in mormonism aren't in a cult totally are i know exactly no you're totally right you're totally right but it's so strange yeah so we didn't dive too much into that stuff i just wanted to like i thought that that was an interesting thing to know going into talking about crossfit um i also haven't seen an article about like uncle rabdo again could totally be pronouncing all of this wrong but uh i haven't (laughs) seen an article about uncle rabdo rabdo um (sighs) That has been published in recent years. So this very well might have been like an early days CrossFit thing that people realized was lame. I don't know. I don't have the context for it. But saw some articles, thought it was interesting. There you go. That's my context. Before we dive in, Megan, can you please tell me what your cultiest thing of the week is? Yeah, this one's pretty sad, actually. And I'd love to do a whole uh, episode on them. There's a group called The Order of Nine Angles, O9A. Have you heard of this? It's this neo-Nazi group that formed in the 1970s. And a man in the army right now, his name is Ethan Melzer. Uh, He's from Kentucky. He just got caught trying to basically sabotage his own troop to kill them all as kind of an act of sacrifice to this group. Formed in the 1970s, still going strong. I guess there's this book that they have that's so dangerous that it's locked up in the British library. Whoa. And it's a, it's a really weird thing. So I would love to talk to somebody who left that. I would too. The Wikipedia is very interesting and I'm, I'd be very curious to read a, a proper article on it because um, it's got, this seems wild. Seems wild. Yeah. Let's do a whole episode. Yeah. Um, so he, but he was caught. He didn't, he didn't successfully he do didn't it. He didn't successfully do it. And his lawyer is saying he only deserves 15 years in prison and everybody else is saying <laughs> life. He almost just killed his entire his entire group Jesus. and, and yeah. the information he already gave to people gives away all of these military secrets that we can never recover. So pretty crazy. Really? Yeah. Uh, but they're, he's American yeah. or he's UK? American. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, when you look it up, it says it's based in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. It's spreading, um, baby. The Internet. No. Yeah. Um. Wow. Fascinating. Um. Glad he didn't do it. Glad he didn't pull it Me off. Too. Yeah. That's wild. Um. Well, mine's not as interesting. Okay. Well, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, depending. I mean, I've been watching The Last of Us. Have you watched The Last of, of Us? Of course. Obsessed. Did you watch the most recent episode? Yeah. Yeah. That that actor who plays the cult leader in that episode is so. Good. Oh, it was. I feel like, yeah, yeah. It, it it was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. I feel like I've seen. I've watched like every cult movie because I wrote a cult movie and I 
when I'm trying to get my cult movie made. Shout out if you have money. Um, but so I feel like I've I've seen so many dudes try to pull off this like I'm a creepy cult leader thing and it feels contrived so much of the time Mm -hmm. but that fucking actor was so good I was commenting on it to Jack I'm like he's he's perfectly pulling off like sweet but there's something something unsettling under the surface you like know he's doing something creepy and then of course indeed he was Um, that's so funny Lola I'm actually writing kind of I, I guess it's not a cult movie but a movie about religion with somebody and I wrote them yesterday and was like have you watched the last last of us because it's the reference point and they were like i haven't yet so don't tell me but i was like watch it before we talk because amazing that's where yeah yeah he it's yeah it's so good i mean listen i i wished that that episode was more episodes because they they packed so much into it and i feel like there was so much they could have explored but i realized there's limited amount of time i I wanted to meet everyone there the woman I know yeah Yeah, that episode is haunting me so I'm so glad to hear it's haunting you too Scott Shepard that's the actor's name shout out to Scott Shepard you did a great job playing a Um, creep (laughs) all right that's it that's it for me all right well should we talk to Sam let's do it yay Trust Me is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Lola, you're looking very awake today. Oh my God, thank you. Well, I'm not, actually. It's only because I am wearing the Thrive Cosmetics Brilliant Eye Brightener on the corners of my eyes. I'm also wearing their mascara, which I love. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan, and their beauty products are cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, and all without compost. Compromising performance. And as part of their mission, Thrive Cosmetics supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. Cosmetics. That's why cosmetics. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash trust me. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, medics, M-E-D-I-C-S, dot com slash trust me for 15% off your first order. Welcome, Sam Civarella, to Trust Me. Hi. Hi. In person. <laughs> Hello. It's so exciting when we get to talk in person. I was so excited that it was offered in person. I was like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Leaving my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You are here today to talk to us about CrossFit and your experiences with CrossFit. God, I've wanted to have this conversation. <laughs> it's crazy how long it's taken. Really? People yeah. are scared to talk about it, maybe because, you know, because everyone in CrossFit can murder you yeah. easily. They're yeah, yeah, so yeah. strong. Yeah, they're so strong. <laughs> a little too strong. Uh, what made you first start CrossFit? Um, like most love stories, there was a discount rate involved. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> my old roommate, um, just like showed me that this new CrossFit gym was opening. I actually don't even know if they called it a CrossFit gym, which is common among CrossFit. Like sometimes mm. they'll be like the a multifunctional gym where you do a bunch of things and you get there and you're like, there's tires in the corner. You're like, oh, this is CrossFit. Mm. Um, so we got like this uh, newsletter or something for a new gym in our in our neighborhood with a very low monthly rate because CrossFit historically is like really expensive so we were like if we're gonna do crossfit we have to do it now 
it's cheap. So we did like a six week or we did like a couple, like maybe two months of like this like welcome rate. And boy, did I get obsessed with it quick. (laughs) Can you, I don't know anything about exercise. So tell, can you explain what CrossFit is? Yeah. Walk us through your first class. Oh my God. My first class was maybe one of the scariest things ever because up until that day, I'd considered myself an athlete. And then I got there and I was like, I've never worked out a day in my life, apparently. You know, I did 10 years of competitive cheerleading. I was no, yeah, I was no like stranger to like doing body workouts or any of this. Um, And I've always stayed in pretty decent shape. So I was like, CrossFit's going to be easy. It's like monkey bars. Um, (laughs) But it's really not. So the structure of a typical CrossFit class is like you get there, you stretch and you um, do a warm up, which is usually depending on what like the category of the day is. So sometimes it's like, let's do our squat for the first 15, 20 minutes. And you do like various techniques to increase the weight of your squat Um, or like your thrusts, some of the terminology is wild. Um, And then the final part of your class is the WOD. This is like one of their like phrases. So it's the workout of the day. And WODs can be anything from rowing 200 meters and then getting off the rowing machine and doing uh, like pull-ups and kipping pull-ups where you like swing. You literally just like swing back and forth, like exercising your shoulders. Then you have to run 200 meters around the structure of the building, come back inside, do 15 burpees, and then maybe you like do kettlebell swings. And then you repeat that like four or five times. So it's like a, not an obstacle course, but like a, it's a circuit. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's circuit there, training. Are there weird names for all of it? Like are these yes. the Ketty Bellies or like? Yeah, there's weird names for everything and there's bellies. usually names associated with them. Like of course. you do the Murph on Memorial Day. Like that's like a famous one. Um, and a lot of them are for like fallen soldiers. So they always, what? most of the time, the names of these workouts are for um military uh people well why um <laughs> very good question um i actually did watch an entire when i was really in it there's a documentary called i want to say the fittest on earth is what it's called where they go to the crossfit games and you meet like all I the athletes that. did you yes i did it's so crazy i mean it makes you want to be a champion i'll give it that i signed up for the crossfit games like because you, you can like the crossfit games what you see in the doc is like where you go and you get really good at when you do the CrossFit games at your gym because every gym competes in the CrossFit I games. See. You like do it on paper. It's like the president's physical fitness test. You know, it's like right. everyone gets their own standings and like that's the part of CrossFit that really appealed to me was the competitive side of it. Right. I don't like, want to exercise unless I get to win something. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be like told like you are the best in the yeah. class. <laughs> which I'm not ever, which is why I don't exercise. And listen, and when I got to CrossFit, I was like, I'm the most out of shape human who's ever lived on this planet. <laughs> Because, I mean, I really encountered some of the fittest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Do you think the soldier part is just emotionally hooking you into a bigger reason for... Oh, yeah. I mean, when you find out, like, that every Memorial Day you do the Murph workout, which I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I never did it because there was a lot of running in it. That I remember. Mm. And I do not like to run. No, no. <laughs> I started CrossFit because I was like, I, I, they can't. there's no way they run. Mm. Where are they going to run? Inside? <laughs> the answer is around the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. I've been, like, mowed <laughs> oh, down before no. by CrossFit classes. Just it's scary. 
like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you always think it's a mass murder or something. And you're like, what? Oh, they're all. You like turn around to yeah. see what the source oh, of the. I've never the... seen this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you are, if you're near, it's like, oh my gosh, it's funny. Like next time you see a pack of wild animals, people like running in a group, look around and see if there's a gym nearby. Because <laughs> it might be a CrossFit gym. Wow. Oh, yeah. Like I, um, the gym I, I worked at was in Venice and we would just like do laps like very close to Abbott Kinney. And it's just like, they're, uh, Venice is already so unique. So you like add that in and you're like, sector of like the earth <laughs> yeah. am I in right now. This is yeah. so strange. And mostly it's in like garages and it's all very industrial. So like, yeah, CrossFit, I mean, as an aesthetic is an extremely yeah. pleasing because it doesn't feel like working out. It feels more like, like you're a super athlete, like you're a superhero, mm-hmm. like you're doing something, you know, you can do yoga on YouTube and be like, oh, I'm doing yoga in my living room. But you right. go to a CrossFit class and you're like, I'm a Marvel character. Right. Like, that look seems, at what I'm doing. That's like so much of the mythology, right? Like yeah. we all want to be this like sort of movie version of ourselves. Yeah. We're the best and we can fight <laughs> yeah. anyone and lift a car. I have a funny story about lifting a car <laughs> and CrossFit. Um, Pardon? May we hear yeah. it? Yeah. Um, one of the, so I worked at a CrossFit gym and I was the front desk Wait, girly. So when did you start working there? So in like 2018, I want to say, I kind of uh, shifted from actress comic into being in the wellness community. I started going to nutrition school and like, I was like, oh, next best thing would be working at a gym. Mm. And I just saw it just happened to be CrossFit. I wasn't actually doing it at the time. I had done um, a couple months at the gym I started at and then it just was too expensive. So I was like, "Eh." saw this thing. Didn't I don't think it said CrossFit in the ad. It may have. But it was close to my house, and I was like, cool, like, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, so I started working at a CrossFit gym as a front desk girl, little girly. And, um, boy, that's a funny job um, because you have to – I mean, their first class is at 5 a.m. <gasps> that's oh. what time it begins. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, like, rolling in at, like, 4.30, like, opening the garage door, and I'm oh like, God. Oh. So after this first 5 a.m. class one morning, I'm – barely taking in my own life because it's only six in the morning and I've already worked half of a day. And I just hear there's a car um, like Titanic style, like, um, like, you know, like when the Titanic is like half in the water and half out in the parking lot. And I'm like, what? what? Because like the parking lot was slightly raised and then the, cause you work out outside. So it was dropped down. Um, so you could drive over it if you wanted to, like, because there was no rail. So this was a mistake that this car got. Yes. Got. So oh, it was like shit. an Uber that had never been there before was dropping somebody off and oh just thought God. they could drive straight, which, again, it's six in the morning. I don't blame them entirely. Like, <laughs> right. It's still dark outside. Right. So a bunch of the CrossFitters are like, I've never seen people so excited to see a car in distress. <laughs> I have I have videos. Uh, I do have videos um, because I'm like the person in charge of the gym at the time because like my bosses aren't there, mm. and I'm just like looking at them and they're like, "We're gonna lift it up." Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And I just remember going, and I'm like, not a like I'm a forceful person. Like I have a very strong personality, but I didn't want to like get into it with these people. Can you imagine? They're about to lift a car, yeah. so I, I didn't want to be like, I don't think this is the right idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna lean in and I'm gonna film it because I, I'm not gonna lift it. So I watched like a group of like 20 CrossFitters. I mean, with like sparkle in their eyes. This was the best part of their day. <laughs> Try to lift the car up, and they. Of, were they successful? I actually don't remember. Oh my if they god! Were I need to know how it ends. I'll have to look at the the, the video. video. 
<laughs> but I do believe like with the car backing itself up because then there was like I was like oh my god are we gonna get like sued if someone gets hurt and I'm like well it's not my business so I'm kind of like I don't know what to do but they ended up I mean the car got up and got out but they were like I mean they were so amped they were like I wish a car would do this every day so we can like put our training to use <laughs> so what is it so they're what are they giving you that's amping you up so much? Why are you guys so amped? Oh my, I mean, it's the environment. It's absolutely the environment. You walk in and it like, it smells like sweat and just like pheromones. Like you are just no. like, I know. <laughs> it's not that, sound appealing to me. But let me tell you, like when you're like somebody who is attracted to like com- competition and, um, I mean, I don't know. I watched like all those shows growing up, like Road Rules and stuff. Where like I was just talking about the challenge. You know, to... I, I'm obsessed with the challenge. Okay, I said Johnny Bananas. Episode. I said CT, and they said nobody knows you're talking. about. I have Johnny Bananas merch. Okay. I have Johnny Bananas. How can you have? <laughs> you both have a merch for a guy named Johnny Banana, and he's awful. Uh, he's the worst. But I would give him a hand in marriage if <laughs> yeah, he asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys would be perfect. I mean, in a good thank way. you so much. Yeah, um, I, f- I can fix him. Okay, so wait, are you guys competing against each other, or is it more a sense of teamwork as well? Yeah, you're definitely competing because you get ranked at the end of your class. Oh, oh dear. You write your score on a whiteboard so the other classes can see where you can rank. You buy? Okay. No, they like track you. Like your teacher, I mean, I've only met good coaches. Like I'll mm. be honest, like I never had a toxic experience with a coach <laughs> in like the sense of like scary or like abusive or using bad language to like Never had teach. a whiplash. Yeah, coach. no. No. But those exist. I'm sure they do. I mean, yeah. even watching the doc like, you know, you these people get pushed really hard. They're some of the craziest athletes in the world. Um but I've always had people who are like, okay, yeah, no, it's okay that you can't lift like 600 pounds. I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And they've always helped like make it so like it's something I could achieve, which I think is also part of the allure because like one of the things I love so much about CrossFit is when we got to do rope climbs in class. Because again, I like the challenge. I like MTV shows like that. Mm. I'm like, this, I'll have to do this when TJ Levin asks me. So like I have to be able to climb a rope. <laughs> That's a challenge reference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Had no idea. I <laughs> Um, but like I remember the first time I was trying to climb the rope and my teacher was just like just go just like go up the rope and I'm like what do you mean just go up the rope Um, but you know they taught me how to like loop my leg around and pull myself up and like stood underneath me I mean it's high like you're if you fall like you if you don't brace yourself like this is a rope in the ceiling of an industrial building Um, and I just remember when I got to the top and like looked down and I'm afraid of heights and I like looked down at my teacher and she was just like beaming and she's like see you could do it and like the whole class is like yeah I'm like I freaking love can I curse yeah I'm like I fucking love CrossFit like this is so fun and you it unlocks like a kid like um, excitement because you're like on a playground you're on like a weird playground right even though when you finish class you're like that I don't know if my body's gonna recover Sometimes, like truly, like you'd wake up and your arms would be spaghetti because you're so, like, what has happened? So do you have to have someone guiding your program? Like, yeah, there's always a coach. Yeah, there's okay. always a coach. Like you don't like you don't just go to the gym to do free weights like they right. have open gym, but you're not doing the wad in that open gym. Like you're always like watched, which uh, that's like another thing, because like when I go to like Planet Fitness, like no one's like checking to make sure no. my knees are breaking. You know what I'm doing? No, Something. I've done Planet Fitness machines like upside down and backwards on accident. <laughs> and everyone's like, that looks fine. <laughs> They're like, you're actually you're bringing a whole new essence to Planet Fitness. So Planet Fitness is a wild place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that like someone was always there to be like, oh, you know, watch your elbows. If you dip them lower, you don't pull them up like you're going to hurt yourself. So it was the safety of it while also being 
I mean, the amount of endorphins you get from a CrossFit class, I mean, it's what confused me into staying as long as I'm like, I feel so good. And you do get jacked. Like, you do, like, you can see the difference in your body. Right. <laughs> so. Have you watched Physical 100 on Netflix? No. Oh, yeah. I was just telling them about it. Well, just nutshell, it's a fitness competition show. It's a Korean fitness competition show. Oh and the CrossFit people are, like, the best athletes like obviously the best and i was watching it and i was like oh fuck do i need to do crossfit yeah that's and man that is what crossfit does like because they insert people and a lot of people from like reality tv or these like shows where you see like they do crossfit like i mean there's like a there's like a brand of men it's like there's cryptocurrency guys and then there's crossfit guys and if you have a bad day they cross and they're they're, they like have the same (laughs) interest because both are just so annoying to listen to out of context um and if i heard my if i heard someone talking about crossfit out of context i'd be like i wish things were different like i wish i wasn't listening to this but doing it is a whole nother beast it's just there's a there's deep community in it which is also really cool okay so that's what I was going to ask about. So obviously there's a lot of good. Mm-hmm. When does it turn from good to wait? This might be bad. Because now we've just convinced ourselves. No, I'm like, oh, no, I totally want to yeah, join We're CrossFit. all going to a class yeah. after, after this. <laughs> well, I would say like as someone who kind of, I mean, I pride myself on kind of being able to pick up on when things go that way. Um, at, like I was raised in the Catholic Church. I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I can see a cult when I see one. You know? <laughs> and I remember like starting, like being at class and like I would go through people's like, because I had to do memberships and stuff. And I would see how many times a week cer- like certain people were coming. And I would recognize faces and all of this. And I'm just like, wow, this is, they like really do a lot. And there were certain people who just like, took it so seriously it made me uncomfortable like they weren't competing in games they weren't they, it was just they were going to the gym but where you're supposed to like that's like your time for your day and they were like just taking it so so seriously and i caught myself doing that like mm-hmm. i wasn't going to the classes because i was like oh i love rowing i'm gonna go to class today because it involves rowing i was going to class because a i felt like if i didn't keep up with these people mm-hmm. like i wasn't going to be accepted as the front desk girl or i wasn't going to be like good enough for crossfit like participation like freaked me out like i saw you know you see certain people coming five times a week and you're like i'm here working and i'm not even doing that like i'm pathetic it's a little so, nexium vibe how how much is it a month oh my god it depends on where you go i yeah. mean there were certain i mean there were membership i think um unlimited membership had a comma in it like i think for a year it was like something like oh wow in the thousands wow. um for an unlimited but i think monthly is like something like upwards of like i think where i was going uh first not where i worked but where i was going where i first worked was like 349 or okay, something so it's a that's yeah. a lot that's a lot and okay. i don't even remember if it was unlimited I, i'm almost thinking it was like twice a week really for, I, it's something ridiculous like that i don't quote that me be but insane. i say because i remember being like that i can't do that like i work yeah. in a restaurant like i can't be a crossfitter yeah. <laughs> that was the time yeah um so yeah and, and the price the price also made me just be like because i'm always weary of really expensive things that people are like but you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that always makes me really nervous. So like, I know it's expensive, but if you do it, if you just do it, it'll be amazing. Right. And that's very much the essence of CrossFit that at least I've come in contact with where it's like, you know, what can we do to make it work for you? You know, I worked there, so I had a free membership and I still wasn't going to classes because I was at times afraid to go to these classes. Why? I wasn't the best one in the class. Like I wasn't like... And by the and it wasn't even like am I the best? It was more like 
I felt so inferior to people, Mm. you know, and that's a little bit on me, but it's also, I mean, you're getting ranked and you're putting your time up. And I remember one year I did the CrossFit games and after every time I would do one of the games or like whatever the workout was that day, you know, you get your sheet and you fill it out. How many reps did you do? What weight did you use? They call it RXing when you like do the like ultimate one. So like they'll have like your an RX for women. Also is extremely gendered. So like it's male, female, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, you know, I don't love not like having inclusivity for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like for women, it was like RX is like 145 pounds and your deadlift or whatever. And I would be like at, Oh my god probably like 30 or 40 pounds and i'm like what i can't right. why i can't even get close to the rx and it's like it's okay but they're like oh it's okay like you'll get there but you know you're competing with yourself and you're competing with others and i think that's always that can be problematic but would there be anyone like who in particular who you would be wanting to impress or was it just like the idea of your name being at the top or not at the top yeah I mean the coaches you always wanted to impress because I mean like I said I had good coaches and they were all really encouraging but you you know you want to impress mom and dad you know you want to be like oh my god I'm the best in class I'm also like a Capricorn I'm a real people pleaser so yeah so like this is like my personality type maybe not good for CrossFit because I do care so much about the opinions of others plus I'm working at a place where there's celebrities taking class and there's like people there who are like I recognize and I'm like oh my god I can't look bad in front of this person. (laughs) This is this person. (laughs) They can't know I'm bad at being on this bike from hell because their stationary bikes are from hell. Like that's where they come from. Well, Lola, I feel like you bring up an interesting question. Like who is the original leader of this? I feel like we I saw it in the CrossFit games, but there's somebody who started this and he's very problematic and, and problematic. And problematic. He yeah. got in trouble during the BLM movement specifically. Okay, t- tell me. Greg Glassman, creative CrossFit. Um, he had like other people like working with him, but it started out, I think in the doc, it tells you it's like, you know, band of people at this ranch. I'm pretty sure it's a ranch and like, you know, NorCal. It's always a ranch. Always a ranch. It's always a ranch. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. I didn't realize. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always a ranch and they just wanted to have like circuit training for like the fittest and the baddest. And it's a very simple ethos, I think. But, you know, Greg Glassman specifically, you know, said some racial uh, slurs and had, you know, commentary and stuff like back in 2020. This soured my view of CrossFit as well, because while some gyms suddenly changed their name, if it was like West Side CrossFit, which is not a real place, I'm making it up, but like West Side CrossFit, they would change like West Side Circuit Gym. Like a West lot of. Not CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. But not. <laughs> Definitely that. not. Yeah. Not CrossFit. You know, so p- some people, you know, they, because you have to pay for your affiliation into CrossFit. Got so it. if you're oh. a gym owner, so it's almost like, um, what is it called when you like own a subway, but you're not like the CEO? A franchise. A franchise. Yeah, yes. they're franchises. So you buy your way into the franchise. Mm. Um, so if you want to own a CrossFit gym, you want it to be, you know, trust me, CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> you have Which to we do. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Um, I'll be a coach. I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> you buy your way in. And so I, I was following it pretty closely because I was like kind of waiting to see if the place I worked at would, mm. you know, subside, would take its way, uh, t- take itself out. Um, and they didn't, and, you know, a lot of places didn't because they were like, well, we don't say that. We don't do it. You know, it's the lack of accountability. It's like, okay, well, 
douche lord who oversees everybody, you know, yeah. like just separate yourself. And I remember in the pandemic, I saw a lot of videos of gyms operating without masks and staying open and saying things. I mean, we're in L.A., so they'd be like, but we're outside. And it's like, right, right. In 2020, right. we were like, OK, I'm gonna even outside, you know, the coronavirus is everywhere. So right. I just got disheartened, um, especially in 2020. And I had been out of the gym for a while at that point, mostly because of, uh, you know, I wasn't getting paid enough. I was getting paid in the with the allure of you get classes for free. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. OK. What are some things you saw oh, yeah. working there that like the public maybe wouldn't know or like, is there anything? Do you have any underground knowledge that mm-hmm. was weird? I mean, moving, lifting the car was definitely a weird day. <laughs> seeing um, how often people come. Seeing how often people come. Um celebrities i mean i was some of the celebrities that would come to this gym i was like huh interesting <laughs> uh weird fit for you but sure um did you see anyone like lo- like totally lose themselves in it or oh yeah. yeah i mean you know i would watch people like i mean the essence of of people like i have a friend who recently started the gym i used to work at and i just remember thinking oh no <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't do it but you know there are positive aspects to it that I'm I, you know I would never like grab someone by the hair and be like don't go there um, but I just like I was kind of like then I kind of had like a oh you would thought because it is designed for very specific personalities but things that I saw I mean you know I don't know if I saw any bullying or anything like that but there were definitely like you know cliques like people who took classes all the time uh, together and like did things together and um they were very Regina George and the plastics vibes um, in the and I, I don't love that as yeah. like a girl on the outside. I'm always like, oh, God, just be friends with everybody. What are we yeah. doing here? We're yeah. in a garage. Like what is, <laughs> what's happening? Right. Um, the expense of it, I think, is really crazy. I mean, I was at the front desk, so I sold I mean, merch. There's merch for CrossFit. <laughs> like people would come up and uh, this shocked me when I first saw all the T-shirts, tank tops, hats, pants, everything. I'm like, no one buys this. No one buys this. People would, like, finish class and be like, I need to get one of those $35 tank tops. Wow. I'm like, wild. Wow. That's crazy. People would visit from out of town and be like, I got to walk away with a hat. And, Just, like, yeah. yeah, and also food and drinks. Like, it's, like, little cafe, like, you know, there with um their <laughs> Fit Aid. I'll never forget. Fit Aid, the official drink of CrossFit. <laughs> no. Really? What is Fit Aid? It's like a... I like an energy drink. It's like a muscle milk without like the like whey protein. It's like um like a Celsius but for, you know, it has like energy but it also has like protein but it's not thick. It's it's so it's like a Red Bull and it's it smells awful. <laughs> like, and there's like I remember I opened a tropical one once cuz I was like tropical. It can't go wrong and I just remember being like Oh, like it could wake you up from a slumber or de- death. Like it could wake wow. you up. And I was like that's not for me. Trust Me is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Lola, you're looking very awake today. Oh my God, thank you. Well, I'm not, actually. It's only because I am wearing the Thrive Cosmetics Brilliant Eye Brightener on the corners of my eyes. I'm also wearing their mascara, which I love. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan, and their beauty products are cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, no sulfates, no phthalates, and all without compromise performance. And as part of their mission, Thrive Cosmetics supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. Cause 
Cosmetics. That's why cosmetics. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash trust me. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, medics, M-E-D-I-C-S, dot com slash trust me for 15% off your first order. Trust Me is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. Yep. While you're listening to us talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts. discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year. So you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. So how much of the parts of it that are unhealthy do you think come from like inherently from CrossFit versus like any sort of competitive athletic endeavor? I think most of it comes from competitive endeavors in general. I think Mm. CrossFit is just an amplified version of something that's already a problem. Mm. Um, I think there is healthy forms of competitive nature. Like, I'm glad I did 10 years of competitive cheerleading. Um, There were times where it was crazy to be doing certain things to kids. Um, But, you know, it made me responsible and, like, take Mm. care of myself. So there's competition aspects of it, I think, that are really good. But then... I don't know. I don't think we should have to like, I'm trying to think like there were certain times where you would have to like put your weight into something because it like for the science of it, like you had to balance or whatever. So like having to put your weight up like for where everybody can see or I mean, my first class, I got my I got like my BMI and stuff checked. Like I had like one of those pinchers like because part of the allure is like you start off like this and you end up like this Mm. um which was that first thing that i did you know and i had my measurements on my phone and you know i grew up in the 90s body conscious (laughs) so you know you know the minute they read my bmi and this was before i was in body mass index for anybody who doesn't know what bmi is and you should be so lucky to not Mm -hmm. um but i remember this was before i did nutrition this was before like I think this was even I'm sober now, but I think this was even maybe before I stopped drinking. Um, So I remember seeing those numbers and being like, you lard of a human like, no, yeah, of course. I mean, we come from a culture where my like what I look like right now. Like, I remember one time I um, I well, I auditioned for America's Next Top Model when I was 18. Wonderful. Um, And I remember they were like, well, you're on the cusp of plus size if not plus size and for reference I'm 5'7 and they were like well you're you're short and you're plus size and I remember (gasps) being like mom what's plus size like because I'm like how am I big so that is like the essence of CrossFit which is anything in the wellness industry or like Mm. gyms in general is the promise of a better you and I think what CrossFit um, almost does well is that's not its main thing 
they use it because it's a tool that works. They're like, oh, I want people to stay. Let's like take their measurements. Like let's wrap their waist with the tape and like show them what their waist is. Because if it drops in six weeks, they're going to sign up. So they use it as a tool. But I was never weighed or measured or anything after my initiate, like my initiation, initiation. <laughs> the Freudian of it all, um, after my initial like round of CrossFit, you know, it was kind of like used just for the introductory thing. As a, just to as make a you grasp. feel bad about yourself. Well, most yeah. gyms that yeah. I try to join, they, they say, we give you a free work, we give you a free trainer and then yeah. they do the thing. They, mm-hmm. they, they measure, measure you. you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Equinox did it when yeah, I went yeah, there yeah. too. Yeah. So I, I think what I'm hearing you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like, okay, competition great working out awesome but cheerleading for example you're working towards something right there's an end goal you're not like you're you're growing from it whatever getting people hooked in something that's ultimately probably going to injure them quite badly for can, yeah. no inherent reason other than just um paying a bunch of money and f- getting some endorphins going is a little bit of a different story. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's so hard because, like, my boyfriend is an – I don't know how you would describe him. He's into bodybuilding. He's an amateur bodybuilder. And it, like, really fulfills him. And he likes not even having a specific competition or anything but just, like, bettering himself because it makes him f- feel good. Yeah. So it's like that can be good. And totally. It, it seems like – the, it's almost like comparing your body to everyone else's body every single day that you go in, um, like on a board. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Something about that just feels a little icky to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not an articulate thing I just said. But. Diet culture and gyms in general are icky. I yeah. mean, there's, I, I have yet to find one that does it well. I mean, um, because it's just, yeah, you know, and when you first start CrossFit, the idea of like, I mean, I did it with my roommate and we had a blast competing against each other because we just like, we're like, this is so fun. Like, I ran faster than you. Mm. And we would like talk about it on the ride home being like, <laughs> well, I was faster, you know, <laughs> which is really fun when you're doing it with friends. But when I would like take class after my shift with like Olympians and I was always the last one or like couldn't finish a certain thing, I would like leave feeling bad about myself you know one one time i went to a dance class um i've told you the story right i'm not sure i went to a dance class at this place called edge which, <laughs> i know oh i know the edge <laughs> which for folks, professional dancers. it's for professionals <laughs> i didn't know that i went to the jazz one class thinking it's jazz one this is an intro to Holy jazz shit. You poor thing. Um, i would pay to see this <laughs> Or sorry, no, it's, it even said beginner jazz. They Folks, lie, they no lie. no one in there was a beginner. No one, no one, no one. I can't believe they let you take it. I oh, mean... They want the money. Yeah, they want the money. <laughs> and, like, I had gone to a couple and I was like, oh, if I just keep going, but I'm so bad. Like, I'm so un- bad at remembering choreography. There was a point at which everyone was going so fast. There's, like, a ballet dancer over there and the only thing that she needs to do is learn how to look less ballet-y in her dancing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I just, like, stand on the side for a second because I'm overwhelmed and I have no idea what the fuck they're doing and I'm like I would just be standing in the middle and like looking around wildly so I'm just gonna stand on the side and try to understand what's happening the teacher stops the class nope Mm-mm. nope she's like if you're not gonna participate in my in the class I'm gonna have to ask you to leave and I just stared at her and I was like I just I don't know what's happening and she just like oh looked, my God. just like reiterated it and I just started sobbing 
being and yeah. ran out. Please tell me you were in tap shoes when you ran out. And I could see some of the girl, women in the class being like, no, no, it's okay. You know, sh- fucking bitch. Um, anyway, yeah. my boyfriend at the time who had purchased the classes for me pulled like a dad and called them and he was like, how dare she? Yeah. I spent yeah. money on these classes yeah. and I oh never went God. back to Edge. Fuck that. Uh, it's so intimidating. Yeah. The, it's just like, it's really difficult. I don't know how to, like, it's just inherently hard, I feel like, to be in an, a world where people are just like much, much, much better than you. Yeah. At and there's physical terminology activity. and there's like you know there's different phrases and terms and stuff and i'm trying to remember them as i sit here but like wad and like the names of them they're like oh god did you do juliana on thursday it was so hard mm-hmm. juliana's a workout so imagine you're like getting that question you're like i don't Right. Like, you know, and there were times where, like, I would Google, like, the wad of the day. Like, I would just, like, want to be wad in this. Is such a funny word. Wad, isn't it? So, like, <laughs> they're like, wad? oh, the wad. So even <laughs> like, if you weren't going to go do the class, you were like, I need to know the wad. Yeah, I was obsessed. I, like, I really got obsessed with everything CrossFit. I wanted to know the terminology. I wanted, like, I watched that documentary, and I mm. wanted to be at the CrossFit Games. Like, I wanted to do these things. I wanted to lift heavy. And then in, like, the same, like, vein, I was like, but I don't want to be, like, I don't want to devote my life to it. But I'm like, oh, you must. You must. Like, you must. Um, there was, for me, the reason, I think the main reason I left is I couldn't find that happy medium. Like, it's either mm. you're all in Mm. and that includes money your time your community because i mean the gym i worked at they were a cute little community you know like the people who went there and like lived in that area because i didn't live in the neighborhood my gym was so i was really an outsider um but everybody you know they would go out and like do brunch and like do stuff together i imagine it creates this environment where like you feel like you have to know you have to oh, always yeah. know more and always do more and always the, you know, you're never yeah. good enough and it's never enough and actually watching physical 100 really <laughs> illustrated for me yeah. that like you can be the fucking best athlete and there will still be someone better than you or like you can be the biggest athlete there's going to be a guy who's faster than you like yeah. there's no world in which you are actually always going to be the best and i remember reading this um article that said people it, it studied marathon runners um and uh their mental health and basically like um it's good for your mental health unless you consistently place in the first or second place mm-hmm. and then it tanks your mental health and i feel like that must be about this idea of like constantly having to be the best it's just yeah. not a healthy there's no way to ever well exercise do that well. like my mom would always win marathons in her like age range you know mm-hmm. so she started running marathons and like when she was like 38 so it wasn't like she was 20 and but but like she had to win in her age range she was addicted to exercise completely mm-hmm. addicted yeah so a lot of personality types you know i mean we can't a lot of people are probably doing crossfit and it's the best thing in their life and totally it be, and it's great yeah. and some people you know like are mormons and it works perfectly for them or yeah. whatever yeah but it's just being aware of your personality type and how far you're taking it, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's it's such a spectrum. Right. Yeah. When, yeah, you're centering your entire life around a thing and it's like making you not the same person that you were or like exactly. you're not doing oh, it other became things my that whole you love. Personality. And like if you're not really. going towards something, what's the 
point. It's it's yeah. like some of my friends who are so obsessed with their weight, and I'm like, are you a model? No. Mm-hmm. Chill the fuck out. You know, if you're five pounds heavier, nothing changes. Yeah. Like, do you feel good? Do is the you question. feel good? Do you feel yeah, good? Yeah, exactly. So it it becomes like your life becomes structured about something that has no inherent meaning whatsoever for you. Yeah. It's weird. And if. It, yeah, if it's decreasing your happiness, right? right? That's like yeah, it would stress me out sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd really? like go to class stress and like leave stress, and I'm like, I don't know if this worked. Like, oh god. Well, yeah, because like certain workouts, or like you know, because it's a community, and because like I was just like, because the stand where I would like my desk was like in the middle of the gym like I there was no place I went to go hide so like people who were there all the time they're like Sam are you coming to class are you doing like are you gonna do it like today and I'm like I always be like no and then I'd be standing there and they're like oh do some flips with us I'm like do some flips they're like, we're doing the camp bounds <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sam we're doing thrusters what do you mean you don't want to do thrusters like a thrusters like you put like heavy heavy weights like over your head really really fast it's like well that's why I don't want to do thrusters what if it falls on my head and I did see people get injured and that was really scary. Oh, I bet. Mm, I mean, I've, yeah, I've seen people on like YouTube get practically dead. It's like your. Do you sentence? watch a lot of this mm-hmm. on YouTube? Yeah, injuries on YouTube category. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> after I watched the CrossFit Games, I remember looking like, "What are the injuries?" Because I yeah. was going to have my boyfriend sign up because I thought it would get out some of this energy, and then I was like, "Nope." <laughs> but it definitely gets out your energy. I'll oh, say that. Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. sometimes you're running so much. I couldn't believe how much running there was. Wow. Or like, um, I'll still like think of CrossFit from time to time when I'm doing like everyday tasks. Like one of the things you would do is called the farmer's carry and you would take two kettlebells of whatever weight, hold them at your sides and just walk long distances with these heavy weights. Whoa. And so like, I'll be like carrying my groceries and I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing a farmer's carry. I have to get to my car as fast as possible. <laughs> like, it's like crazy. Like, I'm like, sometimes like uh, my plan of fitness has a rower and I like get on the rower and I don't like I used to row so long at in CrossFit because I was like you know I just liked it and like now I do like five minutes and I'm like my god my shoulders are gonna explode like this is just too much like also I think CrossFit is too much and that one I I will say this I don't know if they do a great job at facilitating who it's too much for you Mm, know that's a good point right and like you know these introductory classes are they scaled down you know absolutely like they're absolutely scaled down but I've like seen people like burpees are a huge part of CrossFit have you ever done a burpee seen a burpee I did one burpee once (laughs) good for you it's one too many I hate burpees and like I would do them and like know in my head I was doing them wrong like I because I'm like just trying to survive I'm just like fighting for my life and I'm like no one is telling me that because a burpee you just drop to the ground and then you push yourself back up out of a Mm push-up it's crazy my knees are slamming into the ground my chest at a certain point is hitting the ground because I my your arms start like stop working and I'm like <laughs> no one is telling me hey I think you did enough burpees right they're like five more you can do it right. just five more that's such and a I'm, good point I have like my chin is like dirt on it because I'm like collapsing to the ground every time I throw yeah. it's like a drag queen doing the most uneventful death drop like every right. time I go down right, I'm like right, right. and I'm like flopping and I'm like up and they're just like keep going and like that is dangerous that's dangerous yeah. those are the like you're running in the heat of Los Angeles outside and they're like, you're almost there. And you're like, white. What is the point of having a coach if they're not looking out for your safety and your limits, though, honestly? Like, I feel like yeah. that's the only reason I want – well, one, to make sure I'm actually doing it and to check my form. But yeah. also to make sure I'm not injuring myself because yeah. if I'm not doing it right, I will freaking injure myself. Yeah, and I think I to, you know, defend the coaches but also, like – 
you know, part of this is like the fault of like their training because there is a whole like different CrossFit training to be a coach. Again, like talk about how it becomes culty. It's like you can't just go to like NASM, which is like a very common uh, fitness trainer uh, course, which is like accredited. And Mm. you go through various biology and anatomy classes. I know this because I, you know, one of my personality traits is starting something and stopping it almost immediately. Wonderful. So I started doing NASM (laughs) and I was like, I can't learn every bone in the human body. I'm out. Um, (laughs) Because you did have to know them all. But when I looked into CrossFit training, like none of that is there. And maybe I didn't look for like far enough. Maybe it was in like deep courses, but you know, and you have to go physically get certified at their things and pay them money, like to CrossFit Almighty. Where there it is, you know. So there, I mean, the the structure. So if you become that into it, which as like even just me looking at it means I was getting dangerously close to here's thousands of dollars for like there's like how many there's only a handful of CrossFit gyms in America like or in the greater Los Angeles area right was like no one's guaranteeing me a job but they were guaranteeing it would cost me five thousand dollars to get level one level two level three you that know? sounds pyramid scheme yeah. It does. It, it gets pyramid scheme without bringing somebody with, like, not bringing somebody with you or having, like, a downline. But, like, I just – that was – the money thing really got me because I was like, oh, oh, no. Like, it's – why can't I just do NASM, this thing that everybody – you can work at any gym. And they're like, oh, we love that you have that certification. But if I'm like, I have a CrossFit certification, they'd be like, well, <laughs> this is like LA can't. Fitness. <laughs> they're like, I don't know what to tell you. We don't yeah. do those classes here. Right. Um, so that's like – so coaches, I don't know if their training is enough because like when we would just do the slow stuff, like lifting weights and – the class part I always felt was very involved and very specific. Like classes aren't huge. Mm. Um, I think the most I've ever seen in a class is 15 people. Like they're not big classes. And, uh, you know, you get a lot of one-on-one time, especially if you're in those like classes that aren't as full of people, you know, they're like, take some one-on-one time. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, watch your knees, like make sure your hip distance apart, you know, but the minute you get into that wad and like the timer, there's timers. So there's like clocks everywhere. That was the thing too. It's like these red digital like clocks, like they're everywhere. And you like have like, like in the remote. Except like very scary because you have to like do a certain amount of burpees in the time the clock says. So you're like staring at the clock oh and there's God. one there, but there's one behind you and like your coach has the the fucking buzzer to like do it. So, you know, once that wad starts, it's like the coach's only job is to facilitate the encouragement aspect of it. Right. And it's like because everything's moving so fast, you know, sometimes like a wad or a Metcon is like the same you know, five exercises over the course. You do it five times and then what was your time, you know? So like an example would be like you do 10 burpees, then you run 200 meters, come back, row 50 meters, then do 35 kettlebell swings, start it again. And you don't stop until you've done those things five times. That was like a very common, did I even make sense? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of stuff. You got to do a lot of stuff. You got to do a lot of stuff in order. And so, (laughs) you know, you're not going to have a coach who's just like, watch those kettlebell swings. Maybe if they saw it like that, you know, you were swinging your kettlebell too high, they'd be like, not that high. 
but they're watching 15 people who right. are at various stages of the wad, you right, know. Right. They're not watching me run outside to be like, you're mm-hmm. going to hurt your knees if you don't bend them while you run. Like, I have, like, a, I don't like to pick my feet up when I run because I don't like to run. <laughs> I would be the speed walking CrossFitter. And yeah, I, and you, I th- you exist. I would be bullied. <laughs> Is that a, that's a thing? Well, there's, like, people, like, um, you and I would have been at the back of the class, like, because I hated running. Yeah, and I hate ha- running. I won't. hate running. And, like, I, running in, like, ve- like, in, like, Venice, like, where I was, was, like, I mean, there's so many characters there. And then, like, we're running in a group of, like, people wearing, like, matching two, two-piece two sets so and culty. shit. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, outf- I mean, you have outfits, you know? It's like there's, you know, no one was like, if you don't have the latest Lululemon, you can't take class. It wasn't like that. But, like, people were wearing the gym's merch. Like, yeah. and by- making sure they had enough merch to, like wear every day to the gym and i'm like wearing like an old band tee from like 2004 and i'm like well i work out in rags so what are we all doing here well the Mm. producer made a great point you know like people once they join it don't ever talk about anything else either they're wearing the merch it's what they talk about center their whole identity around it i centered my whole identity around crossfit for a minute but like i i get it because it's like yeah we think of crossfit people as like super strong and like that's a thing we can latch on to if we feel like there's not enough going on for us or it just makes us feel like a superhero or whatever us as if i ever (laughs) i mean but it it can't it can't like i remember wonder woman came out when i was deep into crossfit and like that that opening scene gets me yes i know i know it's so good i cried oh i saw i was just crying i've never seen it just riding around just all those women oh just, i know like fighting for funsies so like they're like I we're just no yeah we're like and the way that she shot it was so good too beautiful so I, I mean yeah <laughs> um but i remember that came out and i'm doing crossfit at my first gym and i remember just being like oh my god like anybody who even if they didn't ask me I would just be like, yeah, no, CrossFit is, like, the coolest thing ever. And they're like, we were talking about, like, whales at the beach. And I'm like, yeah, no, I heard you, but you need to hear me. And I would I would try to get people to join. I'd be like, there's this introductory class. It's so fun. My roommate does it. We do it together. We, like, drive there together, and it's so fun. Um, I can't wait to send him this episode and for him to be like, remember how good you were at CrossFit? LOL. I mean. Do you feel like there's a certain type of person who joins yeah. Oh my gosh. Is, yeah. it mo- is it mostly men? Yes and no. Like mm-hmm. I would say it was pretty. It was pretty diverse. Like that's really? like a thing too. Like in terms like of men, men and women, um, and I think people who know they're not going to be into CrossFit know it on day one. <laughs> they do. They well, really well, do. <laughs> You would have like looked at the wad and been like, 400 meter run. How many times? (laughs) In like the middle of like Echo Park, where like my first one. Catch me on the right day. Catch me when I'm down or like something bad's happened in my life and and give me a goal to complete and I get sucked in. I mean, it's like any cult. And it's hard to get out. It's hard to get out. You sign a contract. Like it's hard to get out. Like a a gym contract, you know? You're like, you sign up for six months, like no refunds, no whammies. Right. right. So imagine you give like $1,300 for six months of something and you're like I would like to leave and they're like yeah I'm bad enough at exercise that I would probably still just not go however I am super competitive and if Mm. there is a goal and like as long as it's somewhat manageable to begin with and it's not like so far out of reach yeah I will fucking try to win so I like despite being a bad athlete there is a part of me that's like oh yeah yeah I I mean I recommend everyone take at least one 
CrossFit class or like something similar just because it can be really fun, you know? Yeah, but like then if, what if we get sucked in? No, yes. Well, then you just have to remember that, <laughs> that <it's laughs> some like, of it's no, nuts. Some of it's nuts. I mean, again, the people who aren't going to be there know it on day one. I remember after our first class, I like looked at my roommate and I was like, I will never exercise any other way. This is the only way for me because I – you know, have Energizer Bunny style personality where I'm like, I want to be go, 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 go. And right. I and I do, I have the personality type where I like do want to push myself to the limit because I've been told my whole, my whole like athletic life that that's the marker of a successful athlete right. is someone who is willing to push themselves to, I mean, the things I saw in cheerleading, like cheerleading, which starts off really fun when you're nine, but when you're in high school mm-hmm. and like you watch your friends, like I get dislodged from an, <gasps> a rogue elbow. <gasps> right. You're like, oh. and then you have to go replace that person. And then <gasps> like you worry about your own eyeballs. You're uh, just I, like, at what point do we say, let's take a breath? Yeah. You know, and I think. Never. Never. Yeah. And if you're the person who is like, no, I want to like collapse. I want to see stars because I might like fall down at any moment and like Mm -hmm. feel that like just pools of sweat coming out of you. And again, like now that I know more about nutrition and fitness, I'm like, uh oh, like that you just you're hurting your body in more ways than one. Like I changed my whole diet to fit what I was doing in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I did like I went like full keto because mm-hmm. that's what CrossFitters did. Oh shit. I would and which like and this is like a whole other conversation for another day. Like I would learn down the line, especially for like a, the female anatomy, the female body, not great. Like mm-hmm. cannot be good for um, just because our hormones and stuff. So like, well, and you need the carbs to give you the energy for that difficult. Oh my god! Oh, I would workout. I would do classes. I would wake up every morning. My class was at eight forty five. Like I would, I can remember this like it was yesterday. I would wake up. I'd have a fat coffee. So I'd make my coffee. I'd put like a tea, like a teaspoon of coconut oil, a teaspoon of ghee, and I would like mix it up with my almond milk. And I would like drink my fat coffee. And then my roommate and I would go to CrossFit, and we would work out on a fat coffee only, like wow. doing these crazy metabolic workouts on just caffeine. <laughs> And like a little bit of fat because that's not a lot of fat, like in comparison to like uh, I'm so cracked out just thinking about it. Whereas runners eat just just fucking load up on cars because you need that energy for that much. Yeah, yeah. They're they definitely have yeah the the they definitely have something going that can be good, but seems like it takes a lot of people out of reality and into an obsessive yeah. um, warrior mentality that might not be helpful for relationships with friends and family and your actual meaning in life. That's yeah, what I'm and from you know, it. you get the wrong person in CrossFit and like you can definitely get people who are like, you know, I mean, I watched 20 people try to move a car. Yeah. Like I actually don't think like when I look back on that, I'm like that was disturbing. Mm. You know, it's all fun and games until like the car falls on you and you're yeah. like you're right. not the strongest person in the right. world and like you can't move a car after your, you know, 60-minute CrossFit but class did at 5 a.m. They? they did. They got it back up. They really <laughs> okay. did. You, you remember it. With the help of, like, acceleration of, like, the back wheels yeah, <laughs> like, or yeah. however cars work. I don't know point. how they work. You can get hurt. You can yeah, get hurt. Yeah. And I think the pushing yourself to the limit – because, I mean, when you watch that documentary, it's, like, the slow-mo of, like, just that one little bead of sweat dripping and everyone's, like – Ugh, and like grunting and like, you know, at Planet Fitness, the lunk alarm, or whatever, you can't drop a weight at CrossFit. If you're not dropping your weight, because they call it bailing out, because like sometimes you have to, you have like 300 pounds above your head. And the option is like, drop it 
on you or like throw it in front of you or behind you. But again, if you're not paying attention while you're at the gym and like some giant man is lifting 300 pounds over his head and needs to bail and you're behind him. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no like warning for these things. Right. So the pushing yourself, I think, is is dangerous in any aspect of athleticism. What but. do you think of this like sort of wave of athletes? I think I, I want to say it's been women athletes in particular. And now I'm blanking on everyone's name, <laughs> but um, saying like, actually, no, I don't. It's not worth my mental health to like push myself that hard and to be the best all the time. I mean, I think it's necessary to know your own boundaries. Yeah. I think it's so healthy to know your own boundaries, you yeah. know, and like I do think certain places um, like yoga is a like, perfect place where like they're like, this is one way to do it. This is a more difficult way to do it. Totally. This is if you are built out of a rubber band, you know, but and it's and never want to do it today. You can, <laughs> but you don't have to do it tomorrow. The exact yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. They're like, it's very like, that's where I fell after this, you know, and I was because it was a safer space in terms of like, okay, I can do this pose like this and no one is like keep going mm -hmm. don't fall out of crow pose until that timer goes off it's like yeah just come out of it if you can't do it so to know your own boundaries and to honestly boldly say i have boundaries i'm not gonna throw up after this workout is a testament to bravery of the people doing that because i mean where when i we had hell week during cheerleading where like if you threw up doing like the mile run, you were like congratulated. Of course. Whoa! I <laughs> I can't watch cheer. On I was Netflix. gonna say, I can't how do you feel it. about cheer? Because it's it's just like it's honestly, I'm like, nah, it's a little close to the bone. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I haven't watched it because I had a great experience. I learned so much from cheerleading, but it's that there were no boundaries. There was, I mean, you couldn't do anything. You could only do cheerleading. So it's not surprising to me that I would fall into something that's like, oh, at CrossFit, we just do CrossFit. Right. You know, you're not encouraged to take like a Pilates class or a yoga class. You have to be at CrossFit. Right. Mm -hmm. um, if you did, I mean, no one was like, how dare you do Shavasana today? It's like, <laughs> it's fine. Right. But, you know, you almost didn't have time to do it because you were so busy. Well, you that's know. another thing that makes it a little culty is there's so much time invested. Time. Right. It's insular. It's, it's like, right. if you're in the know, you're in the know. There's do it, uniforms. Do it. Wake up at 5 The ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you miss anything about it? I do. You know, I miss, I wish there was like a chiller version of CrossFit. I was going to say, if there were like a baby version where yeah. there wasn't that much pressure, like that We could call it baby CrossFit or like... Nathan, for you, when you did dumb Starbucks, we could do dumb CrossFit. Dumb CrossFit, yeah, yeah. Like, dumb something. Because if there was, like, I I recently, I'm from New Jersey, and I recently went home, like, in over the summer, and we went down the shore, my friend and my mom and I, and we found a ropes course, <laughs> like, right. on the boardwalk. There were just a bunch of 9 and 10-year-olds on there, and I looked at my friend, both grown adults, and I said, do you want to do the ropes course? And he was like, I really don't, but it seems like you have like fire in your eyes to do it. And it was so fun. And it was just like an obstacle course. Like there was like a nine-year-old like taunting me, but like I allowed it because I was going too slow. Like she really wanted to fly. And I was like, you're right. I am holding you back. Um, but if there was that version where it's like yeah. just like the obstacle course is there yeah. and like no one is like, you have three minutes to do it. And it was just like, you got to 
like play play yeah. if there was play so you version you want to go to the playground well, the rock yes. climbing gym go to the rock climbing gym and the play- you just nailed me so hard like yeah i just want to be a kid like, no but yeah. i'm with you i don't i don't, don't want to work out just to work out i want to feel like i'm doing something fun yeah. and it's an actual yeah. activity and there's that's a variety like, that's of like things giving you more than just you know yeah rock just, climbing gym's yeah. a good idea i've always thought about it but i have a very obsessive personality so i know whatever i choose is going to like become my being but I have and a lot of time I have like girlfriends who are the ones who are like you should try rock climbing and I'm like how very interesting (laughs) that like women are like flocking to something like that because I think I think we are as a society looking for less apocalyptic ways to work out the world has it's because again like you know you're doing a CrossFit class and you're like I need this because what if the zombies are coming like I'll be I'll be ready yeah like things are dark enough I don't need it at my gym (laughs) well I love the new approach that you have to food and working out and I want everybody to find you where can they find you uh, they can find me uh, on Instagram at Sam Sivs, C-I-V-Z. Um, I'm taking a little hiatus from social media. They are not on my phone right now, um, but maybe I'll go back someday. Uh, you better. Awesome. Maybe, maybe. Um, I got don't, to... Don't do it. <laughs> I know. I like... It's been so nice. I've read like three books in like the two weeks I've been off oh of God, social amazing. media. Yeah. So uh, that's where I am mostly. Um, if you want to see me do stupid shit on TikTok, I'm also over there at the same handle at Sam Sivs. Um yeah, and I do health coaching, and yep. I um, am an actor. I'm awesome. an actor first, a health coach uh, second, but uh, I love food, I love fitness, and I love doing it in a safe and healthy way. Yay! Love it. Yay. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. This was so fun. I can't believe it took us that long to do a CrossFit episode, frankly. It felt like it was a long time coming. Megan. Yeah. Megan, Megan. So, all right. Hello. Would you uh, join CrossFit? Yeah, probably. For sure. Um, (laughs) I could see myself, you know, getting really into it. I'm very eating disorder primed, so I'm ready for anything. Uh, Definitely, if somebody's telling me that this is an important, you know, I can get sucked into that. Like, we have to be really strong. Why am I going, am I personally going into any fights? It's kind of that, (laughs) like, um, like prepper mentality Mm, totally yeah 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 which i also can get sucked into like there's a part of me that's like hey do you want to move to texas and just collect a bunch of water and like (laughs) (laughs) like so i get it on all sides i would totally join crossfit but i'm not really like strong enough to do it so i've been safe that's how i feel i'm like I totally see the survivalist like yeah version of it. Although before I started dating an actual fitness guy, I in my head I was like, well, women can get strong enough that yeah. they can like I could learn how to defend myself. And then he goes to jujitsu and we we whatever we like watch UFC together. And I have what I have learned is that I actually am pretty powerless even if I'm really strong, unless I oh, really. That's such a great message. <laughs> whatever i'm weak i'm weak i'm small but that's the thing i'm a small person so like even my strongest is probably not gonna be strong enough um right so like it that sort of deflates this idea that i have of like i'm gonna be like all those ashley judd characters from the early 2000 where she's just fucking fighting everyone and she's gonna defend herself so that eliminates that part of it for me but i like i take a game of taboo like very seriously yeah, it's, I'm not even fun to play games. I, I want to win. So I totally like see myself being interested in that and also like 
having a good butt seems nice. Yeah. I mean, there's some definite wins. So if you're the kind of person who has a normal psyche and can handle this much pressure and competitiveness for no real inherent reason, then go for it. But (laughs) if you're (laughs) susceptible to being dragged into paying all of your money to, uh, kind of a cult then you know let us know and we'll we'll talk to you about it listen or if you want to if you want to compete on netflix's physical 100 absolutely go to crossfit because it is perfect yes. for that exactly uh, not i guess the i guess the message is like how do you make fitness fit into the meaning of your life and are you letting the meaning get stripped away by being way too obsessed with it yeah i mean i I see it with Jack. I see we saw it with Lauren Drain. Like there uh-huh. are there are people out there who have a healthy relationship to becoming yeah. very physically fit. It makes them feel good. They like hitting right. goals and it's not it doesn't have to be disordered and yeah, every it's just up to us individually to figure that out for ourselves, I guess. Therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, shout out to fitness right. in general. <laughs> Shout out to fitness and to therapy. And to therapy. As as always, another week spent with us. We couldn't be more grateful. Please leave us five stars. We have merch if you want to go check it out. Listen. The merch at bit.ly slash trust me merch. Yep. It's beautiful. So go, go look at it. And we will see you again next week. As always, remember to follow your gut. Watch out for red flags. And And never, never, ever, trust me. Bye. Bye. Trust Me is produced by Kirsten Woodward, Gabby Rapp, and Steve Delamater. With special thanks to Stacey Para. And our theme song was composed by Holly Amber Church. You can find us on Instagram at Trust Me Podcast, Twitter at Trust Me Cult Pod, or on TikTok at Trust Me Cult Podcast. I'm Ula Lola on Instagram and Ola Lola on Twitter. And I am Megan Elizabeth 11 on Instagram and Babraham Hicks on Twitter. Remember to rate and review and spread the word. 